0: And greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. My name is The Architect, a.k.a. The Airboat of Wall Street, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Skull Hunter Games, a.k.a. Jordan.
1: Yeah, that's it. No, no, no jabs, no nothing. You know what? I'll take it. And as with us, as always, we got our lovely guest. I really wanted to just screw Joe over here, but I can't because he's amazing. We got Joe, and then we have another awesome returning guest. We have Charles, everyone. Um, hold
2: on what did you have in mind
1: i was gonna go our amazing guest who just cannot stop returning as always and i was gonna say charles <laughs> just to be like nah let's just cut joe out no you you are an amazing guest and always want to have you actually I always love little Kill
2: killing with kindness uh yeah
1: yeah that's how i get brownie points from
0: messing you up this week i'm good <laughs> Uh, Oh well, speaking of things that are messed up this week, guys, do we have some crazy stuff going on? Now, I'll be, I'll admit, when it comes to gamer-related news, we're kinda it was a kinda slow week. There's nothing really popping off. In the tech world, in the stock market, boy. (laughs) Did Reddit Reddit themselves or what? (laughs) So if you don't know, I'll give a quick synopsis, and then I'll go through and kind of explain what this stuff means. Uh, so what happened was Melvin Capital, which is a hedge fund company, decided... I'm, <laughs> well, that's I'm, I'm going to go through it. Explain it. I just want to give a quick overview. So they decided that they were going to try to short GameStop. I'll explain what shorting stocks are in a minute. They decided to short GameStop to try to make money. Well, the weaponized autism that is Reddit decided that they weren't going to stand for this, and r slash Bets decided that they were going to bump up the GameStop We're going to call it GameStop from now on because I already know I'm going to mess up and say that, so we're just going to beat it to the punch. We're going to refer to GameStop Stock? GameStop Stock as GameStop. Okay. Have I lost you guys yet? No. Nope. Okay. So they decided that they were going to boost up Game Stonk, and then they were this hedge fund would have to pay all this money back to uh, the investors and stuff like that. And it's funny because when billionaires lose money, nobody's happier but the working man. I'm all for it. I, I love screwing over the government. I love screwing over the big the big guy. It's great. It's great. They deserve it. Jordan, I did not say I like screwing big guys. You need to <laughs> need to get that out of your mind. I, I saw that look. No, no. Continue
1: on with your GameStop talk.
0: All right. Um. So, for that was a quick synopsis. For us to really deep dive into this, straight up, bread and wide. Don't jump in, kind of thing. I'm going to explain some few terms that are going to become important. Shorting. I think the best way to explain this would be an example. So let's say, Joseph, let's say you have a hundred shares of Game Mm -hmm. Become to a formal agreement where you give me those shares and in two weeks, I give you those shares back. Now, anything that happens in between there, is my business because it's my game stock. So let's say, let's say a hundred shares was one dollar a piece, and then I bought them from you, and then I convince my inner circle buddies to also buy a game stock. So what what happens? The price goes up, right? Now, I tell my inner circle buddies once the price goes up, we're all gonna sell. What happens when you massively sell a share? stock price goes down. And so by the end of the two weeks, you've made a ton of profit and then you could rebuy those stocks that you borrowed from your investor. You could give them back those hundred... I could give Joseph back his hundred shares of GameStop, and I've made a ton of money. This business, and this is quote-unquote not illegal until there's collusion. I'll get to that part. But it's been a bit of practice that... We can't prove it's been going on for a while, but, I mean, we can can only say that it's been going on for a while. Well, recently, Melvin Capital, who happens to be the head or the front hedge fund for GameStop, decided that they had to write a report to the SEC. The SEC is a company that oversees Wall Street, makes sure that everything is fair and commissions are taken care of stuff like that they decided that they had to write a report because they had to explain what they were doing with certain stocks because it's not just game stonk that they are in it's other things so once they did that that is where we get to the fun part so reddit r slash wall street bets subreddit it's been around for a while it's mostly memes And mostly guys tell you to buy into Dogecoin, which I will say Dogecoin is at half a cent right now. It's projected to be at a dollar by next week. I am not a financial advisor. This is not a financial advising podcast. I cannot tell you to buy or sell anything, and I will not tell you to do that. But if you want to get into the stock market game because this entire situation is you interested, please listen to people who know what they're talking about. I will say I don't know what I'm talking about, and these three gentlemen with me do not know what they're talking about. Yeah, that's valid. All right, that so I just want to, to throw that out there. And as far as I know, none of us are invested in Game so none of us can really. If something comes down the pipeline, we don't know. We we didn't we didn't do it. Was it us? We didn't do it. We're shit. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mobile capital had the right to write this report to the SEC. Redditors r slash Wall Street Bets decided or found it. They found it and they saw a list of stocks. And now these stocks that are going down are ones that you expect. Nokia hasn't really done anything in the past couple of years. BlackBerry hasn't really done anything in the past couple of years. AMC, pandemic's putting them out of business. GameStop. GameStop's been going on a downhill slope for years now. What these renters did was that they heard that this hedge fund was going to short GameStop. But now that they have the proof that they're going to do it and when they're going to do it. So... Some call it collusion. It's a gray area. So remember what I told you earlier. You're allowed to try to short it as long as you don't collude to manipulate the market. Now, when a bunch of headfunch guys are in a boardroom behind closed doors and nobody can hear, nobody knows what they say in there. But when you go on to an online forum that is publicly accessed and you say, hey, boys, we're all going to buy this and make it go up. like that's That could be considered collusion just throwing that out there just just so we we want to play both sides of the party even though i'm very biased and i will let you guys know that i am very biased but just play both sides here they could have been colluded i don't know that's not for me to judge now if they were if they were to be smarter like hey boys we really believe in gamestop don't we yeah, man, we really believe we're not, you know, we really believe we're not going to sell because we really believe in it. They're like, yeah, you know, I mean, that's one thing. But they were straight up saying, hold the line! Don't sell! That point comes later. Don't worry. So they decided that they are going to get all their buddies they can and tell everyone on these forums to invest in GameStop. GameStop shares, as of Tuesday morning, were $17.30. $17.30 USD at the beginning of um, at the beginning of the uh, the stock market opening last night when the stock market closed on friday this is saturday february uh January 30th last night when the stock market closed for the weekend at 4:30 gamestop was up 325 usd
2: sorry 425
0: 325,
2: 325. Yes. Sorry, 325. Uh, that was the original reaction I should have had if I didn't get yes. confused.
0: Yes. People time. people have made a ton of money. And there's one account of a dude who's made 27 million. And he's holding, he's not selling, and he's already lost 10 million off of that. Granted, he's still profiting another 17 million, but he's holding. And I'll explain why. So, you know how in our example earlier, I borrowed 100 shares off Joseph. Mm hmm. I made my profit and sold it back to Joseph because I rebought the stocks and gave them back. Now what shorting is, if these Redditors were to blow up that stock after I've already sold, because that's what the beginning of shorting is, I've already sold my stock to make it go down, and I'm using my friends to manipulate the market to make it go down even more. Now we have this weaponized autism, just full blast into GameStonk, And now it's going up. And at the end of two weeks, guess what I have to do? I still have to give Joseph his 100 stonks. So now, instead of buying them at $17 a piece or even lower to give back, they are are now almost $400 a piece. And some of these investors buy thousands and thousands of shares because they do this with cheaper stocks. So I have the exact number here. I... Want to do an over under? I think Charles might know, so I want him to sit this out if he does. Can anyone tell me how much hedge funds have lost because of the shorting fiasco? Three
2: point six billion.
0: You are under, Jordan.
2: I thought I was over. I really did. Um,
0: it's GameStop. Um. Yeah, this has nothing to do with GameStop. This is strictly just the price of what the GameStop stock is.
1: Yeah, but... um, 6.2 billion.
0: Billion? Well, you are under. Charles, Six do you have a guess?
1: Is
3: it at least like over 10 billion?
0: It is over 10 billion. In fact, you are under...
2: <laughs> okay. Someone has uh, has asked, "Is it over nine thousand <laughs> <laughs> I I,
0: I, I will get that because you...
1: the three six. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: get it. <laughs> I will tell you what it is. Okay. Hedge funds, as to date, this is Saturday, January thirtieth, as of recording, they have lost over ninety one billion dollars. And that's gonna be ripping
1: off a lot of rich people. (laughs) Wow! I'll get to that. Oh my! And
0: and it's still going. So the reason. So I'm about to explain to you guys what the terms "diamond hands" and "paper hands" mean.
1: Okay. So Let's say
0: you're. Let's say you're a brave redditor, right? And you want to stick it to the man. You you don't want old man Jenkins. To have gold spinning rims on his jet ski, right? We don't want that. He doesn't need that. There are people starving. I'm a working man. I deserve money too, you know? Well, yeah, he's made a lot of money. But if he keeps diamond hands, if he holds, if he doesn't sell, Mm -hmm. yeah, he might lose money. But the whole point of investing is that that's money you're willing to part with anyway. If you're investing right, you know, maybe some of these big investors who are losing a lot of money and panicking about it. Maybe they shouldn't get daily coffee. Maybe they should get a second job at Uber. Maybe they should not get out, eat avocado toast. I mean, I'd somewhere I've heard that from somewhere. I'm not sure where, but.
1: I can tell you. But that. yeah,
0: so obviously they need a budget, right? Huh. interesting. Maybe a $600 stimulus check will help them out. Anyway. Sorry, as you can see, I'm very biased and I'm trying not to let it show, but it is. It's oh, fine. I, don't, I,
2: I don't think anybody's on the opposite side. No, and I don't. There, feel was, bad. there was a window I, where I was like just trying to figure out what would be an angle to argue from the opposite end. Uh, there, there isn't much. No, nah. no.
1: There,
2: there's and one if, point, and I know, I know you have more to do, but there's was one point. I'll, I'll get out of it, which is that yeah, shorting is supposed to be a counterbalance to what I think is just straight up investing. There might be a more accurate term for it, so help me out with this one, James. In case I. Forgetting like the specific term that is the opposite of shorting. But what's supposed okay. to happen is that when somebody invests in stock, th- there could be collusion. But what they're trying to do is then participate in media or in even in, even in culture, to try to elevate the stock to the point where it starts to have an increase in tangible value based on their effort to increase the perceived value. You go on to the news programs, you go to forums, like, hey, this stock is great. Now, what shorting is supposed to do is to act as the countermeasure to that. Where if somebody is over-speculating the value of something, somebody else can come in and say, well, hold on a second. I've I've looked at the the data for this. There's actually signs that this particular stock, whatever it may be, is is in a decline. Now, where I disagree is the ability to then bet on that. I think that completely... really ruins the whole notion of investing in the first place. Investing is supposed to be believing in the growth of something. The reason why the positivity far exceeds the negativity is because in order for something to succeed, that takes work. It takes labor. You actually have to generate something. In order for something to not succeed and to fail, all you have to do is just sit there and wait for for it to crash. So to profit off that side of it is almost to, like it's it, – I, I, I hesitate to say indefensible, but – I ain't, I got nothing.
0: And if I might add, oh. yes, there. I promise you, there are going to be rules that come out after this whole fiasco, basically putting a stop to shorting. But it's only again when when the working man starts playing by their rules, they change the game, and that's what we're seeing right now. That's what we see with Robin Hood, which I'll get to. Don't worry, I will get there. Oh no. <laughs> All right, so where did I leave off? Basically explaining, I finished the, the majority of the, the main situation. Oh, yeah, Diamond Hands. I'll just play with Diamond, diamond Hands. Di- yeah, Diamond Hands. You wanna, that means you're holding. That means you're, no matter what, you're going to hold on to the stock, and you're going to see it through to the end. And that's what all these guys are doing. Dave Portnoy, El Presidente from uh, Barstool Sports, he's been, I don't want to say he's spearheading it, but he's the biggest purveyor. He's like, you know what? Take it to the man. I'll help with the class action lawsuit against Robin Hood. Again, point. We're gonna keep that chambered. And he's the one telling everyone to keep diamond hands. Paper hands. Paper hands is used in this in this context as a negative term, but it's not always negative. So there are people who sincerely invested in GameStop a couple of years ago and just kept their stocks in there just because, you know, it's money that they are willing to lose. It's money that, you know, that was already there. Well, certain individuals have woke up one morning and saw that GameStop went up over three hundred percent. And they they sold. Because, you know, why wouldn't you sell in that situation? If you have no clue what's going on, and you just woke up to hundreds of thousands of dollars, or in some cases, millions of dollars, why wouldn't you just sell? And those are called points. People who are either scared of what's going to happen, or they're like, you know what? This is a big risk, and this is a lot of money. Because some people haven't seen a large chunk of money in their lives. So when it comes to, like, blaming them, I don't blame them. If you guys, as much as I want to see the big man fall, I cannot blame the everyday working man for wanting to take his large chunk of money and be able to live life.
2: Because they're not participating it. in the in the meme of this either. They're not participating exactly. in the revolution. They just happen to buy stocks. Uh, not. Yep. I, I knew a guy, um, I saw a, a friend of mine from way back, I saw his tweet. He sold his game stock. Almost oh, happened to me too. He sold his in December before all of this transpired. If Why? I don't know. I looked at the three-year-to-date track record of this particular stock, and within the span of three years, it was stagnant, which is not good, by the way. Stagnant is basically decay because everything else continues to inflate. There's a reason why people tell you if you put your money in savings, uh, unless you are locked into a high growth rate, you're actually losing money over time because... Inflation will supersede the interest that you're getting, which is why investing is important to begin with because that money has to go to work and has to do something. Point, point being, he, some of these people, they, he sold it in December. He is in a corner in a fetal position right now, thinking about how much money he could have had.
0: That's, that's rough. And, but yeah. you know what? Nobody knew that this was going to happen. So, I mean, he could be down on himself and be like, man, this sucks. But, I mean, there's no way he could have known that I, yeah. It's it is millions so that,
2: of dollars. So like yeah. I, I I I understand that he he's a heightened state of uh, despair at the moment. But oh, yeah. everything it's, else that's gone on in the like, last year. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, look at the um, stimulus checks. People saw the two thousand dollars. Actually, what was it? Twelve hundred dollars stimulus check. They saw that and they thought they were rich. So, I mean. They see a big chunk of money hit their investment account, and a lot of people they day trade now these days. That's the whole thing of Robinhood is people day trade a lot. But I'm, I know we're gonna be getting into the Robinhood for a minute. But I did, I did yes. want to sit there and real fast plug Joseph for a minute because he is more intelligent than all of us combined. Um, if people he want to hear you talk more about like your business <laughs> stuff and everything else, where can we find you? <laughs>
2: You can uh, listen to content adjacent to what we're talking about right now on Ecom Onyx. That is E-C-O-M-O-N-I-C-S. Don't listen to Google Autocorrect.
0: I was going to say, does e-commerce and like stock trade, do they intertwine often?
2: it's come up a couple of times. It depends on who we talk to. The reason why I was able to make that point about how we can lose money if we just leave our money in the savings was because of a guest that we had. It it blew my mind too. It made me realize we got to put our money into, well, mutual funds, my parents had like bad experience with mutual funds. So I'm not sold on mutual funds in particular, but uh, investment is, we'll look at it this way. Even just putting your money in a savings counts as an investment, but it's low risk because they're, is a more consistent growth involved um, but what was revealed to me is that that growth is actually just crap because if it doesn't beat inflation then you're screwed so if you want to be financially responsible you actually do have to find a uh, an investment route of some sort yeah um yeah, i, I like- what i was doing and i know i'm i'm uh, starting to a uh, uh, snowball here but I what I was doing to get ready for this I gotta find a better word than snowball by the way I'm not happy with that one that (laughs) word was ruined for me there's very few words left over that aren't ruined but that one's gone that one's uh, that one that one's uh, melted away so I I looked for about like six or seven different YouTube video channels just to get like different perspectives on this Um, MVP Yahoo they brought on a Redditor to talk uh, about the situation. They went to the uh, source directly. So that was cool. Shout out to Yahoo. Um, and then I, I ended up on Dave Ramsey. He did a video because he took a, a caller who had made money off of this, and the caller was like, well, I haven't taken any of your other advice, but I'm wondering what kind of advice you give uh, to us here. And the point that Dave Ramsey made is that with this, these day trading, these investments, one of the more sensible approaches is actually just to look at it like it's gambling this is money that i'm okay with losing if i if i hit it big great but if i don't that's fine if i if i hit it big that doesn't mean i have a great strategy that just means i i lucked out Mm -hmm. and i can i can take my winnings that i can go and he suggests looking at investment in this same way I, i like this company i'm just gonna put some money into it yeah i personally i disagree with this i think there's more to investing than just gambling like gambling to me uh is just pure roll of the die or spin of the wheel mm-hmm. um i i i think that even like horse racing i know it's considered gambling but you can have an informed opinion of what horse to bet on so horse racing actually to me on a technicality is more investing than gambling
1: interesting yeah i can see that yeah
0: yeah, yeah you're talking about that i have a i obviously have a savings account because i'm a responsible adult but also i have um it's like i have a right a roth ira which is a which is a 401k but it's through the military is what i have and my employer do because what the military hasn't said the mil, uh, my current employer has to match a certain percentage and stuff like that so that's all the investing i do on that. um Oh boy, we—I uh, don't want to call it snowballed, but we—we uh, uh, we are off track. And There's I a lot like of to
2: threads be- to unravel here. That's the thing.
0: There is this thing. The story is huge, and it's still ongoing. The story is not over, and that's the big thing. So I explained what. I wish I could. What's up, Charles?
3: Sorry. I was just gonna say that if I was gonna get into investing into anything, I wish I'd gotten into freaking investing in all elite wrestling.
0: Was first starting because Lord knows those stocks
3: probably worth quite a bit right
0: I, now. I don't. I there's only one wrestling promotion that's the uh, on the open market, and that's a uh, WWE. Um, Shad Khan, Shad Khan, who is Tony Khan's father, the guy he owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he also owns some football club over in England. He might have a share of a company that does something, but yeah, that's all I know. Alright, so diamond hands. Diamond hands, paper hands, explain what those are. So this is... So that that's ongoing. People on Reddit and Twitter, they're telling people to hold. And this is the most... It doesn't matter what political stance you are. This has been the most unifying thing that's happened in America in years. Because whether you're left, right, up, down, black, white, doesn't matter. We all hate... The big men, we all hate the one percenters. We all hate the people who made trillions and trillions of dollars during this pandemic when a lot of people were given a $600 check with a note that said, Best of luck, kid. Mm-hmm. So, this is this is awesome. Like, granted, like, yo, boo hoo, Johnny can't put spitting ribs. On. Oh, I think I use that joke, he can't Scrooge McDuck and jump into a pool of coins. Like, I don't, I don't care. They made trillions of dollars if they're so bad at invest at budgeting their money that they lose all their money when it comes to investing that's their fault i don't care but if they're if if wall street is gonna get beat by a bunch of redditors who call chicken nuggets chicken tendies and say the words like stonks i don't feel bad
3: <laughs> i don't i that meme that
1: that makes me upset. What you just said, chicken nuggets and chicken tendies, I'm, I'm getting fired Am I wrong? up, man.
0: But, I, but I'm not wrong. I don't no, feel bad for these guys. And you know what? They, so, like, if you, Joseph mentioned, like CNBC, Dave Ramsey, they refuse to call these Redditors day traders because there are they are, to quote CNN, they said, the alt-right internet group known as Reddit uh, decided to hack... Wall Street, and I'm at that point. I'm just like, what? That's uh, like, so that's what's going on there. That's um, about it. I'll have you know, Reddit Reddit is probably the most unified place when it comes to stuff, and that's because they all hate the same kind of people. Yep. Whether those depends depends on what subreddit you are. Is depends on what people those are. But hey, it is what it is. So now I bet you're wondering, how did all these redditors do that? How did all these P- redditors? Invest in GameStop and destroy the market. Well, two things. One, they're not destroying the market. What What's happening is the investors and banks are destroying the market by not being able to afford the bet they made. Their bet now they got to line it. They can't afford to pay their debts. And I'm sorry if you, me, Charles, Joseph, Jordan, if any of us had debts and we couldn't pay them. You know what happens? We're told SOL. Mm-hmm. So you know what? But and but again, I don't. I don't like getting political. But I'm very fired up about this, and I feel very strongly about this topic. But I already know the government's going to come bail out big bank, so they're not going to lose any of their money. And I know we all know that's going to happen, and it's awful, but it's true because all these big bankers are losing all their money. Guess what they do with the second half of their money that they have invested? They lobby. Your politicians doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. I'm just I'm just being straight up. I know some people don't want to hear it, but hey, you know what? It's true. It's true. Now you're asking how do these redditors do this? How did they invest? Well, there are multiple e-trade apps. Um, there's Robinhood, TD Ameritrade, Weeble, Cash Chap Apparently, does it now? I didn't know that. Charles Schwab. Well. Robinhood was the most popular one because I think when you started with Robinhood, you got like a free $5 stock or something like that. Yeah. That was like the most like alluring thing that brought people in. And it's, I think, one of the easier interfaces to use. So says other people. I personally haven't used it, so I don't know. But Robinhood was the main one. Well, they saw this. And mind you, as a e trade app, their job is to let people buy and sell during the hours the that the market's open. Well, on Thursday, a uh, after a day after this happened, and everyone was panicking because they didn't know what they do. They still ready to do. These predators are stealing all their money. Sorry, I, I I'm gonna get yelled at. I already know about this. Um, I, I I'm
1: I'm I like whenever you're trying to lighten the mood, you just go into like,
0: ooh, we we saw. We, ooh. It's it's great. We should
2: initiate, shall we? There's no need to lighten the mood. This is a day of celebration. This is this is victory.
0: I okay. I feel the same way, but I don't want. And I know that you said earlier. Most people are going to agree with this, but there are people that aren't. And usually, the people that aren't are the more vocal ones.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll I'll say this. If if they don't, I'm going to say James, be you. You know, be you. If they don't like it. Yeah, you know, I should probably not, but okay. Be be who you want to be. You know, if if they don't like it, you know, if, if you well, about. I want to be the guy who
0: invested millions in GameStop The day before this happened. Well, we weren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time you guys decide to take down an entire hedge fund, let us know a day in advance. <laughs>
2: Can I? Can I just? For me, I'm like I, I always tend to. I, I view myself as an as a as an outsider in a lot of cases. And earlier this week, I had my own little celebration because I always wanted to own uh, stock in Nintendo. And I remember I was talking to you guys about it on a previous episode. Yeah, yeah you mentioned. So yeah. I could not buy a full stock of Nintendo. In true Nintendo fashion, I could buy ADRs, which is the full stock has been broken into eight pieces, and I have to roam the land to collect uh, ADRs, and when I collect all of them, I can put them together into a full stock. Uh, So I... Own five eighths of a full <laughs> Nintendo stock. <laughs> and
0: hey, I'm, you know
1: what?
2: And good I job good like, job. I, I, I'm really happy because I've always wanted to uh, to own stock in Nintendo, good and job. I'm going to continue to to collect more of these um, once I've uh, gained my uh, my my rest and I've uh, and I've leveled up.
1: And you know what? Good, good, <laughs> good job! That, that's what it is. I mean, good job. You're going to own your Nintendo that's, stock. And because that's you awesome. believe in the company, you
0: know it's an yeah, investment. That's awesome, but you made it sound like you're on the hunt for Infinity Stones. No, i going for like a,
2: for like a Triforce illusion, right? Where you have to like, SMLE pieces of the Triforce, yeah. but we can all go. Yeah, our imagination Infinity can all take Stones. us to different places, yeah.
0: Yeah, I said uh, Infinity Stones... And Jordan immediately went to Chaos Emeralds because
1: it's an Nintendo because of Sonic. So I was like, "Yeah," and I appreciate that. I, no,
0: I'm like, no, I got the reference, and I appreciate it. Yeah, Sonic, Sonic's got Sonic gets a lot of hate, and I think it's unfair. It is. You know how deserves people, all this hate, people get like,
2: there's like some people say that there's no good Sonic game. That's a lie. Uh, 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 chill out. Okay. It's uh, you can it's okay to actually point out the ones that are they're good. There's uh, quite a few Sonic, of them. Sonic generations first off, is yeah. sick. The, the original Sonics value. were
0: good. Sonics and Tails were good. Sonic you know Mania moder- You know what modern game I really, really enjoy? It's I, I say modern, it was modern. Sonic Heroes for okay. the GameCube, right, yeah. I My- love that game.
2: Sonic Rush, um yes. I think it was the first Sonic that came out on the DS. That one is fantastic. That's first the
1: only one I played.
2: When I I think it's the first time that they had the boost mechanic in Sonic. some of the songs from that I still listen to it to this day, and it's like seven years going on.
0: That's how I feel about Sonic Heroes. And from Sonic what Heroes. I gonna... Go, ahead. Go ahead, Charles.
3: I was gonna say that from what I've seen that one where you were able to create your own Sonic character and... You know, play it through the entire campaign of that game mostly as that character. I thought that one was pretty good.
0: What's the one? Sure Sonic
2: what here. is that one? I can't what? remember the name of that one.
0: I, What's I don't think the I'll one where it. Sonic turns into a furry and, and like unleash with the main character? Unleashed. Yeah, that was it. I didn't play oh, God, that one, but it. I saw like the gist of it. And that's, I think, part of the whole downhill slope of it. Granted, that was just outside looking in because I didn't play <laughs> that one. Apparently, Sonic. Like out.
2: Out so, so, so if you look at like Sonic's track record, it actually looks a lot like a stage in Sonic. There's just a lot of like peaks and valleys and loop de loops and you know, yeah. going upside down. Sonic's yeah. uh, um, success rate is very similar to a Sonic stage.
3: The movie was pretty good, though.
0: But, I mean, hey. Never seen
2: movie it was, yet. yeah, it was, it, was, it was all right. It was, didn't blow hey, me away, it, but it was fine.
0: If Sega continued. To be successful before it's sold, do you think that Sonic would have been taken, more taken care of? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, sorry, I, I was just trying to look up the name of that Sonic one where you make your own character because I cannot, for the life of me, remember it. I'm gonna let this go in five, four, three, two, one. Okay. All right. I, oh. I think so- that. So you, your question was, I just make sure I understood it, which is like, would Sonic have been in better shape if Sega continued to manufacture consoles to this day?
0: Yeah, if so, if Sega, I don't want to say took care of its IPs more, but that's kind of what it is. If if Sega was more successful, do you think Sonic would be would have been more taken care of?
2: No, because I think what's happened to Sonic is one of the. Um, really, one of the highlights of what gaming is capable of. You know, let Sonic participate in other development studios. Let I mean, Sega still are oversight, but Sonic can branch off into different markets. I, I'd love to see what other developers do, especially with like the Nintendo characters, right? Because they've been they've been so protected. There are developers that would love to make a Zelda game to the point where they basically make one anyways, and they just like reskin it, or they or they change around a couple of character names. So I'm I'd be all for letting different creative visions try their their luck with these different characters. And if it so happens to be that some of these games don't turn out so well, that's okay. It doesn't do anything to harm the ones that I do like.
0: Yeah. Um, so, got off track a little bit there, but it's all good. Because we only have two three stories to talk about this episode, so if you count this Game Stonk stuff as one big episode or as one big se- uh, story, So Robinhood, that's what these uh, Redditors were using to go through all that, to buy their stocks and all that. Well, apparently, they considered the market volatile and considered the fact that there may or may not have been collusion. And so what they did was for certain stocks only, not all the stocks, but certain stocks only, including GameStop, you cannot buy them. You can only sell which, at a freeze like that, it's going to immediately cause a down, downward spiral for the stock. Now, they got a lot of hate online, as they should, and they reopened it to like, oh, yeah, we don't know why. that We, we just did that, trying to protect our customers, but don't worry, it's open now, don't worry. And as soon as they reopened it, pff, almost $400 a share. Now, there are multiple class action lawsuits against Robinhood for this act that they did. Because... Many people can claim damages, and that's what a class action lawsuit is for. It's for damages, and many people can claim damages since they couldn't buy or sell stock, they couldn't make money on the stock market, or because since they froze it, it caused it to go down, which is manipulation. They lost. They've lost money, and they can sue for that. So they have um, thousands of signatures already on this class action lawsuit. Someone of importance is heading up. Like, a lawyer is heading it up. I don't know his name, but he is very uh, familiar to the scene of high-class action lawsuits. So, yeah. Do we have any uh, questions or anything about Robin Hood? Before- yes. Yes, please, because I need to get my train of thought back.
2: Um, so, do you know why Robin Hood in particular was the app of choice for this, uh, well, raid?
0: Um, as I said earlier, uh, speculation has me believe it probably was just an easier interface. Mm-hmm. Had more perks when you joined, like you could buy a you get like a $5 stock or whatever like that when you join. If you have friends or, join,
1: you get stocks from it, both of you do. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. So, so it's so those it's probably just the biggest name of the, of the groups.
2: Those are all valid, but here's one key uh, takeaway, is that Robinhood advertised 0% commission. Oh. So, you have to think what's going on with their company right now, which is all this massive rate of, well, it's getting more progressively more expensive, and Robinhood is not going to see anything out of it. But conversely, their infrastructure is taking a massive, um, surge of, of activity. So you have to think what Robinhood it's ironically, what they must say to their investors when these investors are looking at all of these potential losses. Because Robinhood is what is considered, and by the way, this is all stuff I learned in like the last two days. So as as much as I might sound like an expert, I'm a Dude, I'm Sam, don't worry. I'm I'm a dumbass. I I, I it's the guests <laughs> that teach me. Believe me, I'm the learner. Anyways, so, so Robinhood power. investors are were considered retail investors. Again, ironically, they, this whole thing took place because of a retail store, so that's hilarious. But retail investing is the entry level investing that people like us will do, where we use an app and we just, you know, we get notifications. And um, I like I I have a CIBC, which is a Canadian bank, and we have an investor's account in there. So that's, that's frankly, it's that's still just retail investing. Although, you know, whatever you got to have a bank account, so I guess there's like one step removed from it. But I'm i'm not trying to elevate myself here uh, far from um so you have to think that they don't expect the kind of activity that is a pattern of behavior compared to the typical activity you see on day traders these people are probably not using Robinhood. they're probably using well they, maybe they have like a broker or they have Mm. They're like maybe they're they are linked to their bank account. Whatever the case is, this is unprecedented for that particular piece of software. So I I think that they had their own pressures to deal with where the investors were saying, you guys are costing us or you guys are losing thousands if not hundreds if not i don't know how to quantify it because this is a lot a lot of numbers and i still count with my fingers but you're losing a lot of money here so to that extent i can see why maybe robin Hood panicked and said okay we need to like free the people want to sell it that's fine because there are other people who've been owning the stock for for quite a while now and this is their opportunity to to get their money out of it so selling is still cool buying right now is like okay and this is me speculating, by the way, because investing is a highly speculative thing. So when we talk about it, we also have to speculate. So that's what I think is going on uh, with with Robinhood is that they just have to kind of like deal with uh, this very unique situation because uh, it will happen again. I one of my friends, he's been kind of like giving me like play by plays of this as well. He said you should buy some stock in AMC. I'm like yeah, frick it, I, I yeah I'll do it. I, I have one shared AMC right now, so we'll see how that how that goes this coming week.
0: That was that's another one. AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry, are all the ones along with GameStop that the redditors are trying to boost up. You mentioned speculation about Robin Hood. May I throw some more speculation out in the middle here and see what you guys think?
1: Of course. Sure. All right.
0: Throw on my tin hat real quick. Ding. All right. So Robin Hood is owned by a guy named uh, CEO named Vlad. I don't know his last name. But he just goes by Vlad on Twitter, so he's going to be Vlad in our story. Vlad is partners in a brokerage form brokerage firm called the Citadel, or I don't know if it's a brokerage firm. It's some, It's Citadel. They they do they they're important on Wall Street. They're like they're attached to the SEC in some way. Not too important. Just know that the Citadel is like typey the top of Wall Street, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: With a name like
0: that. You know who else is partners with Citadel? Is buddy buddies with Citadel? Melvin Capital. If you remember from the beginning of the story, Melvin Capital was the main front um, hedge fund for GameStop. And this all happened. So, <laughs> speculation is telling me that Robin Hood, Vlad, our buddy Vlad is what we'll refer to him as now, Got a call, probably from his buddy, who is the CEO of the Citadel, who is also Buddy Buddies with Movin Capital, who already lost a bunch of money. So they're seeing this firsthand what's going on. So he's like, hey, Vladdy Poo, can you help us out here? And Vladdy Poo, being the uh, spineless coward that he is, thought to himself, yeah, help out the big man. They're my friends. My friends and I stick together. And so he did. So I think that's what happened. I think this wasn't to prevent the stock market from being more volatile. It had nothing to do with uh, corruption or collusion, because you're really worried about corruption and collusion. You would have stopped this years ago when bigwigs, bigwigs that live on Wall Street are sitting there laughing all the way to the bank, stealing money because they've been doing this for years. Years. And so... I'm, spe- again, this is speculation. Who you knew? I'm... <laughs> I th- I think that, that he was pressured, but I think he was pressured from the people that are being hurt The this situation to shut it down. And like I said, he's a spineless coward, so he did. I mean, now, those little tidbits of facts that I threw out there are with speculation. You guys can form your own opinion. Of Dave Portnoy on Twitter. He has a Twitter video explaining the whole thing because he's been on a whole Pooh hate rage on Twitter the past day, day and a half.
1: Best place to so go. It,
0: yeah, so he is uh if you don't know who Dave Portnoy is, he's uh I think I mentioned he's the founder of uh, Barstool Sports, Barstool Sports greatest collection of stuff ever. Um love those love those guys. Um but yeah, so that's what's going on there. Do we have any thoughts on that before we continue?
2: Well, that spe- speculation you added definitely changes like what uh, what I was thinking about with uh, with what I had offered earlier. It's like pulling back the veil and and seeing the the gears that are spinning, the gears that are spinning, the gears.
0: Also, I don't want to get political, but the uh, new uh, Secretary Treasurer in the Biden administration. Who wants to guess what her former job was?
1: um wasn't it wasn't it like an attorney or
0: something like that or uh... she worked she worked in the citadel
1: oh okay
3: i was gonna say that was my guess
0: yeah so just putting the pieces together fellas i mean i don't know i mean some pieces are one size
3: what's up what was the name of that guy that used to, that got banned off like YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and all them that used to make all these rave theories that's the one who gave us the, ter- the putting chemicals in life. Are you talking about, about
0: Alex Jones? Are you talking about the man himself who warned us years yeah. ago about Epstein Island? <laughs> are you talking about that guy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Jordan. Bye. 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 All right. Well, jordan has gone now, and I've officially become the sole uh, host of this podcast. This is now the uh, this is now the uh, Architect Podcast, and we oh, talk nothing. To know. I oh, hell no! Oh, give this
1: podcast to Joe first.
0: <laughs> I,
2: I love it. You, you, you two probably both realize, like, wait a minute. If either of us leave, there is someone qualified to take over. <laughs> on a technicality, I'm just I won't do it. But you know.
1: if something happens to us. Joe, you can have this, but I know you won't want it. <laughs> you can have it, but you don't I want it. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll call it the architect's blueprint, and it'll just be a podcast talking about whatever I want.
2: I, I just wanted to uh, add one, because I, I found one for the uh, Biden administration as well. Uh, yes. I could be... Uh, feel free to fact-check me on this one, uh, fellers. Um, Jen Psaki, the current uh, press secretary... Uh, her brother is portfolio manager at Citadel, the company yes, that owns Robinhood. He was director at both Goldman is. Sachs and Barclays, and VP of Lehman Brothers. And it looked like they were trying to scrub him off of his uh, LinkedIn profile to try to cover this up. That's why I say this might need to be fact checked because you could... was,
0: all proofs been trying to been get, trying to get rid of. It. Yeah, no, I did. I did hear that. I couldn't remember um, who it was, but I, that's yeah. Yes, yeah. um,
2: and you, you were saying something earlier. Like, look, this isn't like a, a left thing. This isn't a right thing. And that has been the major issue that the people of not only the United States but of the West and of anybody who likes freedom has to understand is that the there's you got your Republican Party, you got your Democratic Party, but really what you have is the establishment. You have people who remain in office you know between administrations um he can't trump tried to clear out as many as he could but like he he can't run the whole thing on his own so a lot yeah. of people had to stay over and they undermined his agenda uh for for the yeah. past four years um because they were holdovers from obama they were holdovers from bush
0: well, not only that but the biggest issue i think was he was not part of their club and that was very apparent that was very apparent no matter who was in the house or senate
2: yeah, um, you have um, so every time you have an outsider president, uh, they get shot. Uh, Reagan, outsider president, he was shot. Uh, JFK, JFK, outsider JFK. president, he was shot in the head. Um, Abraham Lincoln, for the Abraham slaves. Lincoln, he was shot. Um, I, I th- this this is speculative, but I think the reason why they didn't get Trump is because Trump has his own private uh, protection. Uh, it's not Secret Service; it's his own like circle of uh, military contacts he's built up over the years that he that he trusts implicitly because uh, they were, they have nothing to do with the, uh, with the secret service. They're just people that are like, actually like uh, looking out for him.
0: Yeah. These aren't the guards that guarded Epstein that night. So. Mm
2: -hmm. So, so coming back to the reason why I said this is because right now, what you have in government is the Washington generals versus the Harlem globetrotters. You have these two groups that are putting on a show and it, it, you have the Democrats, I would say I the Democratic that. Party is more like the Globetrotters. You tend to cheer for them because they tend to take positions that are more palpable to the average yeah. person. Uh, the Washington generals are the Republicans. Every now, and, every now and then they get a win, and even that seems to be bad news. Like, whoa, what? The, the generals won? Man, the Globetrotters really are really hard done for. <laughs> So yeah. you had the we we have to come to understand and this is really like one of the first shots uh against the bow that I can never recall in my 31 uh, years uh on this plane which is that th- finally like the establishment Something. actually took a hit a yes. huge financial hit. This is massive uh and and it and it comes down to how, the the power of like actually being emotionally invested in something, because I I have memories of like going to like EB Games, uh, electronics boutique, um, yes. which is basically bought out by GameStop. You guys have EB Games, I think you had EB Games like in the we states, right? We had EB Games, yes. And then GameStop buys them out. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. and then GameStop bought them out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I I, you know, I some of my some very happy memories early on was just going to this store, the one store in a whole mall that appealed to me and being able to pre-order games and uh just being so excited to grab a game for the first time and and make my way home um and for these uh for these uh, weaponized autists who by the way they love being called that by
0: the way yeah, I that's they, why I they, it, they I love that it. term it wasn't yeah. an it wasn't an insult that's what it first of all, yeah that's what it's just it like was, in case anybody's thicker, listening he's wondering it. He's like, yeah. is it
2: cool to call them that and they like they love it <laughs> they, they absolutely yeah. love being called that
0: <laughs> go um, get him champ <laughs> so
2: so like to the idea of uh, uh, of betting on the suffering and loss of this particular business was unpalpable to them. And so they struck back ba- using it emo- based on that emotional core. Like this is a lot of them. They loved GameStop. It was like one of the few places where they can go and be in public for a second and and feel, didn't feel like they were outsiders in there. So um, and that to me is also like why I invested in Nintendo is you have to think like investment isn't just the money you put down. It's, your time it's your energy it's your it's your love it's your feelings these are all things that factor in so the reason why i invested in nintendo is because i am invested in them i am branded voluntarily it was all me but still i've been (laughs) i'm branded by this company and so i want to continue to have an influence in it i would want to participate is that what you say
0: i I said do you think charles manson's people said that too when when he was branding them well, they they loved military.
2: him. They, they put yeah. the time, they put the energy into it. <laughs> I'm not sure you, with your hairdo, you're allowed to do the Charles Manson jokes out of all you. I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 you are the most, like, Mansonist out of everybody. Uh, uh,
0: this
3: is... I was going to say Janice looks more like a young Steve Jobs, but that's just my opinion.
2: Uh, I, I oh, yeah, I guess Apple has know. no uh, cult uh, connotations whatsoever.
0: Yeah, no, not at no, all. No, no, no sir. Oh. no. Yeah. no. No, don't, we yeah, love hey, but hey don't don't go to china don't go to the factories but hey yeah there's no there's no cult following or anything going on there all right i'm sorry joseph continue that's
2: no, all good I, uh, yeah so um going back to what i was saying it's like why i i disagreed with uh dave ramsey's much more expert opinion by the way <laughs> i not trying to elevate myself to his level god forbid where he said that people look at these stocks as just like something to just uh, gamble and um I, one of the reasons why you can become an investor is because now you actually have a controlled interest in the company. I have a couple of other stocks, and I get letters for calls to participate in. And so I'm expecting to get some correspondence from Nintendo so that I can actually be a participant in the company and find out remember when i first came on what is going on with the disconnect between the smash community and nintendo i actually wanted to like participate in that conversation and figure out there's a way that i can connect the two together because of the unique position that i'm in where i like nintendo and i have money you don't get that combination very often
0: all right so we discussed most of the situation uh do we have any final questions comments concerns anything about that
2: for for me, I mean, I guess for me, like the the majority of my closeout was like to be invested in something. You have to. I I I respect people who can do day trading and they figure out how to make a lot of money in a short amount of time. If that's something that you know, you can do, great. Um, but I I take an idealist I, an idealist perspective when in, in investing. Again, that's why I, I invest in Nintendo. I want to be on their calls. I want to help grow the company. And uh, and I just want my relationship with them to become closer and not further. And so that's how I view investing. And that's what I would like to encourage others to, to do as well. Uh, and then my other point is that do not underestimate gamers. We have, um, a number of, uh, of strengths, um, when it comes to problem not solving, physical. when it comes to identifying patterns. When it, sorry, was it?
0: <laughs> not physical. I said not right. physical.
2: Not physical. Well, I mean some gamers are jacked, but like for the for the most part, physicality ain't our strong suit. But they're excellent at collaboration, at uh puzzle solving, pattern recognition, um, are are I, I would I I don't know about risk averse. Uh, certain the gaming does encourage risk taking, so there is some muscle memory built up to like taking risks or at least taking calculated risks. And and I, I have zero proof of this, but m- m- my guess is the the U.S. military, the military intelligence is aware that you have about nine, like what ninety thousand. I don't know why I pulled out that number. It was something I read a while ago. Basically, you have a, a large chunk of your country. Who have a lot of time and are highly intelligent and can figure these kinds of things out pretty rapidly. So, messing with uh, gamers is not a good call, not when they're working together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I like I said uh, earlier, this has been the first thing that's unified Americans in such a long time. So that's great to see. Uh, we talked about last episode, uh, the gamers versus the emus, and the gamers probably aren't going to win that war, but. You put them up against a battle of wits and I think the gamers come out I would say 85% of the time on top.
2: Yeah, yeah. As the, the R&D it's... division of the Emu faction is like yeah. unprecedented.
1: Yeah. I think you've talked as... about the Emu stuff. Mis- I'm so mis- right? glad
2: I thought of that joke when I was listening to it last week. They said, I'm going to say this. would <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> be surprised what an army of cosplayers could
0: do. What?
1: An army of what players? Cosplayers. Cosplayers. Oh. Oh. Well it depends
0: on what the cosplayers. If they're dressed up as like Naruto Goku, we're fine. If they start dressing up as like female catch traps, then we're we're kinda screwed.
3: I mean I mean like me and my freaking homeboys and the freaking Halo freaking cosplayers that'll be freaking dressing up like Spartans and freaking shit. You're like, let's get some
1: bitches. <laughs> I
0: thought Charles is gonna be like me me and the anime catwoman too. <laughs> I'm happy.
1: Uh, me and Joseph knew what me was going off of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would um, do that, but next, yeah.
1: next Comic Con.
3: I'm doing it. Some, like there would be some like dudes in the back
0: thinking like doing that. <laughs> All right, Jordan, what are your opinions about this? Um,
1: uh, I mean, I don't have too much, and the so day trading it's not worth it. Uh, invest in your stuff. Gamers will win every fight um now remind you i did day trade for a while uh and i do invest in stocks i mean i have crypto i have a bunch of other things i day traded for a while it takes a lot of training to learn your ups and downs and find when things are going to rise up rise down but when it comes down to it invest for what you want to do i got really nothing for it i mean you you guys joseph kind of answered a lot of the smart stuff i can only put like some funny stuff in there I can throw in like you know make some cat sounds um but I got nothing like honestly be smart about your investments and uh, gamers will always win
0: all right one last thing before we move on hold the line brothers this war will not end until we make it end they want to keep playing this game but they want to change the rules you hold the line the fate of this war is in our hands hold the line don't sell
1: Wait, do
2: I, right. should I so, do? I'm gonna, wait, like the objective of all this is just to hold off for those two thousand dollar stimulus checks. <laughs> I'm sure he has millions of dollars. but If I get that two thousand dollar check,
0: I'll, I'll hang off. Yeah, a bunch of autists with nothing but a six hundred dollar stimmy just took down the government. So how does that make you guys feel? <laughs> I don't think they're thinking Dude, that far yet. Let's let's chill it down. Chad, Chad, who went to college for six years to get his MBA, just ended up. Uh, losing his entire investment to a guy named Ball Sachs 69 so...
2: <laughs> it turns out Alex Jones is wrong about vaccinations, but not for the reason we thought. Uh, it turns out the va- vaccinating actually is building us an army. An army of Washington.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's one of the key components to the singularity on the autism. They're going to be, be able to create the neural pathways, so we all end up... Uh, Together as as one.
3: (laughs) You you and James do the best, Alex Jones. Make the frogs gay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Jones, you (laughs)
1: should.
2: Say Charles, you say Dr. Jones because I think you might have mentioned meant meant to say Dr. Claw.
0: I think he, I thought he said Alex Jones. Oh oh sorry, yeah, right, yes. Yes, yes.
2: yes. Alex, Alex Jones I heard Dr. Jones. I'm like, okay. Dr. I'm Jones. Technically there is a Dr. Jones. Alex is Jones' his dad. Well well he's a dentist. I don't know if he goes by Doctor yeah, I'll, Dentists
0: I'll do. Back. They are they are Dr. Blank D M D. Okay, fair enough. Oh, um, I'm sure I you oh, can't I tell me is... Alex Jones has you can't tell me Alex Jones has never called himself a doctor in something. There's got to be, he's got to refer to himself doctor or something. Even okay, uh,
2: I'll, uh, I'll grant that, because the law of averages <laughs> 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 law of doctor,
0: average.
2: Yeah, he's doing like three hours of content a day. I Okay. Wait,
0: where is he at?
2: Where, is he mean, um, you can still go to his website, infowars.com, and uh, alt-tech would be the where to find him. Places like
0: BitChute. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. And, let's and, let's and not but, sponsor him, on. okay? I won't, I won't say the website again, but is that where you can go to get his supplements?
1: So, yes. the audio listeners, that's a the yes. Hey, <laughs> this the
2: audio show. I treat this as, okay, fair enough. That's
0: always really great. All right, cool. Interesting. Mm. Throw that in my hip pocket, real quick. All right, so. Good. So, we learned the people on Wall Street probably are walking around with halos on their head. But I think Charles is going to tell some, of the, uh, some people who might be blocked with Halos. Go ahead, Charles. Take it away.
1: Okay, wait. Hold up. That was an that was amazing, amazing segue. Can
0: Halo
3: Infinite. We can finally freaking rejoice and stay put these finally breaking their freaking silence. As I seen a video a couple of days ago about how they finally was posting about how they're going to be pu- pu- coming out with freaking monthly blogs at the end of the month. You know, it was like little tidbits of news. And maybe teases about what's going on with the, I mean, Infinite, Halo Infinite, that's what I mean, sorry. And during that video I seen, they showed screenshots of a couple of the freaking weapons that'll be in the game. They showed the um, the Hydro Grenade Launcher that looks completely different from the Halo 5 version, even though it sucked ass in that game. They also showed the Battle Rifle, which looks like the Halo 2 version, but you know, nice and everything, not like the 2005 graphics, thank God. And they even showed that new version of the Assault Rifle and other fully automatic weapon, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it looked like the Vector and M4 had a baby, and they even showed the Needler, like I said, and if you looked in the backwards of it, you could see the, some of the vehicles, that different versions of the Warthog, and you could see Spartan on the side, which I'm pretty sure is going to represent mostly what our Spartan be doing when we're, like, customizing our weapons and everything in the game, because I was thinking taking that from Call of Duty. But yeah, that's pretty much something that I was hyped about that I wanted to talk about, because... I've been waiting faking forever for freaking Halo Infinite News. Because I'm still freaking mad that game got freaking delayed. But a leak, but I'm also glad at the same time it got delayed, because at least it's not gonna end up being like freaking Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That's the piece
0: that game. I'm excited you're excited.
1: I I will say my so, my uh, little volume knob here is right at my chair. So, if I move slightly, it either blasts the audio so high up or blasts it so far down. So, it sounded like for me, Charles just went, everything's happening, but I don't know why it's going to but it's so insane. <laughs> it was,
0: uh, I God, could not you ga- win. <laughs> I'll actually have you guys know, the ladies in high school called me Needler. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go that's false i uh i have only performed quite as with one woman so uh no woman in high school called me needler
3: okay um... yeah, i'm just wanted to share that because i and then i'm just glad <laughs> that, these, that these finally breaking the silence and they're actually going to be making more upfront with what the heck's going on what they're doing thinking yeah. how things are going with infinite and everything
0: it is good to see 343 um Looks like they're stepping up the game a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people have been saying they dropped the ball since they took over. Um, and if you look over at Destiny, you, could, you, if you look over at Destiny, you could say some people may have they thought that was a good decision. Um well, but, you know, like it,
2: you, you expect them to bounce back.
0: Yeah, well, they just they bounce off just like Wall Street uh, investors off the pavement. So they. Um, <laughs> That was a suicide joke, by the way. Yeah, I, we all got it. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Good job, right, well, architect. Good uh, job. I, I thought I just wanted some people to look <laughs> confused, um, but yeah, no. It's good to see three four three come making a comeback. It is.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm excited for the new Halo game. Can...
0: Go we'll ahead, If it's if it's available PC day one, I'll probably uh, look into it because I'm shipping get my PC for Valentine's Day so.
2: Nice. Does anybody know why it's called no, I Infinite?
0: I had be... Sorry, Joseph.
2: I'm just wondering, like, is there any. Do you know why it's called Infinite? Or is that like. You're not going to find that out until
0: the you play the just game. Just like with Reach, we didn't, we didn't know why it was called Halo um, Reach until we played the story, so.
2: Okay, fair. Interesting.
0: I mean, with Halo Reach anybody who's
3: even knew the backstory of what happened on that planet before they even showed it in the actual game and everything? as we knew through reading the books and following this- Lord, up until that point, Reach was where the Covenant had launched the largest assault they had up until that point, and they and the Reach was the like the military HQ of the UNSC practically. That's where, like, the majority of their forces were. And once that planet got wrecked, it was only a matter of time that they had found
0: Earth. So I'm going to throw this out there, and I'm well okay to debate on this. If you don't agree with me, I'm okay with that. We we are adults here. Um, I'm all for creators who deepen the lore of their story through books or anything like that outside but if you make a video game series and like i'll take five nights at freddy's for example if to understand the lore of five nights at freddy i have to read your four books a coloring book um Mm. i have to turn around look under my bed and scratch the gum underneath the bed there's no gum under there but that was an example (laughs) but if i have to like pick my nose three times at four in the morning and dial 911 to make sure that I can understand the lore of the game that's been out for years. Not a good story arc. No, Not not good. Halo, you understood the story until they started making it to where you had to start reading the books and stuff like that. I'm not a fan of that. I'm okay with deepening lore. I'm okay with adding characters that might be important to the, the deeper lore. In those books and stuff like that. But if I go from a, a sequential game, if I go from like 2 to 3, and 3 doesn't explain at all what happened between 2 and 3, I'm i I'm, I'm done. I, I'm taken out of it.
3: I mean, like, the majority of the books, they really didn't get into, like, the lore and backstory of certain things that was going on until, like, they started doing the books with the Forerunners. Like, there was a couple of books that mostly just, like, a retelling... Of like one book, Halo: The Flood was basically just a retelling of the first game, but it showed it also had stuff going on that wasn't shown in the games because you mostly just put when you're playing the game, it's just all about Master Chief. But with the book, it showed the side of what happens with the Marines, including what happened with one of the characters that was with Sergeant Johnson when he was after he was turned into one of the Flood. And then book before that, Halo: Fall of Reach basically tells Master Chief's backstory. But I get why people say that and everything, because Lord knows I've been hearing that freaking thing for years. How uh, they shouldn't have... The books don't matter, even though immediately the they do, because I love reading books. But that's a different story. But yeah, I get why people say that and everything. I like reading the books, because like I said, I like reading. and I'm glad that they, you know, fill in s- story gaps between certain things and everything. And even... so, A lot of the books don't really have anything to do with the games. They just t- have to do with characters that Take part in the games. Like, um, one of the books was about um a character named Buck, and Jordan, you played Halo Five with me, so you and the ODS with me. So you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I get what you're talking about, James, with the whole things with the books and everything.
1: See, now I think Halo does a good job with, you know, they pretty much tell you everything that happens in the game with the game. Like they don't tell you about like Sergeant Sergeant yeah Sergeant Johnson getting infected by the flood. They don't explain that really well, and I like that you can read the books. Um, Now, I will say Halo does a good job versus Five Nights at Freddy's, and I'm only using it because it was the reference. Five Nights at Freddy's didn't tell you anything. They just said, you're a pizza man, or you work overnight at the pizza place, electronics are killing you. Survive the week so you can get your $200 check. Halo does a pretty good job with it, but ever since they sold... uh, What did they sell? Um... They sort of part of their company and that's when like Reach was made. Reach was like the last one to get made under oh, the Microsoft
0: company. Studios uh Bungie left Microsoft Studios that's and that's it. when they hired three four three.
1: Okay, yeah. That's it. When when that happened, you, you can tell like there certain things went downhill, but the storyline actually increased. Like they were trying to be a little more detailed with some of the story going on. Like they were trying to Keep the stories there, and then Halo Reach, that's where everyone gets that throw-off point. Because when Halo Reach hit, you Master Chief wasn't involved. Master Chief was it, getting recovered from Halo, in the Halo 3 time zone. But then while Reach is going on, you have ODST going on. And once again, doesn't explain anything. So there was just a lot of little things going on throughout Halo towards that time period that really just m- made people change their mind about the storyline base.
3: At least, then the Lord Reach takes place before Halo One. so
1: Really?
2: Yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense, right? Because yeah. in Halo One, they're in dire straits. Uh, so, if I yeah. understand it correctly, um, by the way, um, <laughs> Ar- Arthur and I were gonna we we wrapped up punch and lunch because we just. We did everything we get we need to do and we're halo is the next uh series that we're uh it's gonna be guns and buns um Ar- arthur he did me a solid by the way um he made it a stream goal so that if people fill out like the 3000 potato points we do another streets of rage um uh, stream so i am like oh well okay i can fill the potato points and i can redeem uh another session whenever i want so uh th- that's just like a cool thing that I hope um, streamers will consider doing. I'm almost um, so in. yeah. So that said, I don't know. I, I know bits and pieces of the Halo story, but I don't know the the whole thing. But I thought Reach that would make sense, even with what little I know. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wanted to to touch on um, to your point, James, about I think it's a it's a general point about I guess um, I guess parallel media. Where you have like your your main media, and then you have other media forms. You have yeah. books, you have uh, games, podcasts, um, whatever. So to me, it makes sense when we're talking about film because film is made to be a group experience. Films are not made for a single viewer; they're made to be played in theaters. You get some, I don't know, some artistic, and I'm being very careful with my pronunciation there. Some artistic filmmakers who wanted to be like a personal experience, and because they don't care about money great you know more power to them but for the most part theaters are majorly watched by an audience so they tend to appeal to the as low a common a uh, denominator as they can so i guess one example that i would think of is star wars uh, star wars has some has some depth to the lore and you get hints of it throughout the the movies uh, series mm-hmm. and then uh well people get more into it and so they need books and they need games and all these other mediums are all personal experiences tv shows kind of made to be watched in a group but not really tv shows you can justify it's just made for one person to watch at a time um in fact that's probably the optimal way because then a person can like completely focus in on what's going on they don't have anybody else to distract them same with books comics games well if it's a multiplayer it's not really part of the story anyways so that's all personal experience So with Five Nights at Freddy's, I think one of the things about that in particular is that the game has a lot of limitations in its design. So in order for them to expand either they have to uh, put a lot of money and kind of like change the game dynamic altogether. They can explore a lot of this uh, in the material. So I can kind of see where they're going with it. My broad problem with all of this is twofold. Number one, elitism where I like, I'll argue about star Wars movies to people because I genuinely unironically love the last Jedi. Mm I, 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 it's got a lot of problems. I've spent six hours watching YouTube criticism of it. I'm not hiding from the facts, but I still love the movie in spite of that. And so I've argued with uh, quite a lot of people. And some of their arguments come from what they know about, say, Luke Skywalker in the book. I'm like, well, I, I don't read the book. I'm basing it off the movie, and so was the movie. So these assumptions that you're making are not tenable. And frankly, they might not even be canon. So th- that's the part that I have issue with, is the elitism of consuming lateral material. And I think you wanted to make a point there, but if it's cool with you, I'll just say my other thing and I'll and I'll stop, which is that one of the, the beautiful things about, especially games in particular, where we get to invest our time and we have our own uh, direct involvement in what is transpiring, it engages the imagination in a way that other mediums can't do. They get close, they have their own benefits, but gaming is really, truly really something special. So for instance, with me, like Ocarina of Time, the, uh, the Forest Temple is rife with theories because it's not just like a bunch of trees in a in arranged like a maze. That's the part you have to get through to get to the Forest Temple. The Forest Temple is a castle and all these questions pop into people's heads like, what is going on? Why is this castle here? What's, what's the story behind this um, Wet dry world from Super Mario 64? People can go on and on about that one level for days. When you answer the questions, that can actually do a disservice to the fan base because then it diminishes our ability to speculate and to have fun and try to figure out what's going on for ourselves so there's a there's a balance there with like too much information
0: uh the only point i was gonna make is that i'm also a star wars fan myself and george lucas come out and said that any book made before some year i don't remember was canon but any book made after a certain point was not canon or might be vice versa. He, he he came out specifically said which ones were canon and which ones were not. I don't remember mm-hmm. which ones they were. Um, but yeah, no. What you said, um, what it, I I agree with to an extent. Like well, I think we kind of said the same thing, but you just went more knowledgeable and in depth about it about um, the lore and how it should take place and all that. You know, what doesn't make sense though cyberpunk 2077 oh my god
1: we're still gonna talk about it's dead let it go <laughs> let it die in the hole
0: alone oh, it's not dead yet
1: <sighs> also i know, it's, my Don't you know
2: Jordan, it's turned into a recurring segment it's uh, the it's,
3: it's tradition yeah.
1: now. oh wait <laughs> we, segment, yeah. we have to keep it in if not we started talking about cyberpunk whenever you got on so if we stop talking about cyberpunk Joe's gonna leave. Yeah, that's why he's sticking
2: around. I I like that paralyzed person. I'm gonna get up from my chair and walk away at long <laughs> last.
1: <laughs> just get punched in the face and then go. I'm good.
0: Time for lunch. Um,
1: <laughs> so what's what's the <laughs> news with Cyberpunk?
0: oh uh, well, just like our buddies over on Wall Street who are going through some troubles, our buddies at CD Projekt Red are also going through some troubles because class action lawsuit um has been turned in. Over 2 million signatures have been signed on this. There are 2 million clients um, seeking um, results from a action lawsuit. I don't know what the damages are. I don't know any legal jargon. I, I don't know what could possibly be gained from this other than just a giant FU project red. Um But we're talking about stock markets earlier and stocks and all that other fun stuff. So I... Decided to look at a fun statistic because, like uh, Joseph said, this is a reoccurring segment on our weekly-based podcast show. We're going to do an over/under again because that's my favorite game. I'm a, uh, I must—I watch a lot of sports betting shows. If you can't tell,
2: uh, See, as a matter of fact, I could. And
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. That's over/under, covering the spread, stuff like that. Those are all terms that you use in sports betting. Um, <laughs> I don't make but- sense, but. I don't bet, but I like to use that information to help me judge my opinion on how teams are going to play or do. So, like, uh, Kansas City was had a uh, three and a half point spread on Buffalo last week to win, mm-hmm. and so that made people think, "Oh, it's going to be a close game." Because three and a half points isn't a lot, um, but Kansas City ended up banking that behind. Digress, over under. City pressured red stock has been a t- down total twenty seven percent over. Um, since its release. That's been the average down. Okay. Who wants to give me an over under on their uh total loss? Thirty million.
2: What was I'm it? gonna I'm gonna ask for a little help this time. Is it in the millions or the billions?
0: It is in the billions.
2: Thirty million. The capital B.
0: Capital B. B. B is in Okay. B.
2: It's in the four billion dollar range.
0: No, you actually sadly are over. Oh well. Jordan. Two billion. How much? Two billion. You are just about there. I'll give it to you. It's one point nine billion. Twenty one. What's nine plus ten? Twenty one?
1: You stupid. Uh, no, I put a point. You just can't see it because it's too far <laughs>
0: away. <laughs> there's there's a point. <laughs> Two point nine. Alright. You were close. Uh what I love about Jordan not being on Discord ever is that I have all these numbers that I've asked you guys over-unders for have been in the Discord, so... <laughs> it's,
1: yeah, it's it's my fault. I just need to schedule stuff easier. And I'm
0: like 99% sh- sure Charles has responded to every single <laughs> one of them.
2: I know for sure that I saw that number.
1: I, I swore Which I number? seen a I
0: 1 just billion,
2: the, the, and I just don't remember. The, uh, the CD Prodigy Red number. I know for sure I saw it, and I forgot. Yeah,
1: <laughs> In yeah, fact, I've yeah. already forgotten
2: the number since you said it just now, because One I point. cannot well, hold on to the number to save well, my well, life. You
0: know what? You know what? They're not going to forget, because it's $1.9 billion that they've lost. And that's not even counting any results of possible damages from this class national lawsuit or possible fines from the police agency or possible money that has to go back into the game to fix it, update it, make it playable and all that. Or the possible money that they're probably going to have Sony to get it put back on their PlayStation Network. Yeah. So. They, uh... CD Projekt Red is a I giant... By the end of this year Microsoft... What's up?
3: I was just saying that I bet by the end of the year if we, or at some point this year Microsoft's buying CD Projekt
1: Red. No. I don't. I mean,
0: they might. They bought Bethesda, which was kind of a bold move on their part. I don't. If they do buy CG Park's, right, it's not going to be big. It's they bought. Um, they bought Bethesda for like three point two million or something like that, and that was considered big. But there's no way I mean, they have big games in the past. But we talked about this before. If you're a game studio you make one great game, and then you turn around and just take a dump on people's <laughs> consoles, they aren't going to forgive you. It's... the the Gamers, we've talked about this. Gamers, apes together strong. Yeah. When they collectively don't like something, they will make sure it is known. And um, people are making sure that CD Projekt Red is not liked, and it's not known, and they are going to make sure that CD Projekt Red is, the, is known for Cyberpunk and not things of the past.
2: I, I did want to say that, like, there it is possible to have a redemption arc. Um Hello Games has yeah. redeemed themselves in the eyes of the gaming community. Yeah. I've been playing No Man's Sky um for the last uh month and a half. Just play it every Friday. It's I, I like it a lot. It's fun. Good. Yeah. I, I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and it. there is a redemption arc. And CG's can possible. redeem themselves. And they can redeem themselves 100%. but it takes it's gonna take motivation and they can't give up. And hearing a lot of these reports coming out that the team members from the studio are already coming out and pointing fingers and saying like giving excuses, it's not looking good. Because Hello Games yep. Hello Games where they got called off for No Man's Sky, you know what they did? They disappeared. Then they came back, they had the game about where they wanted it and mm-hmm. people forgave them. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that C D Predworth can't turn it around I'm just saying that the cards that they're showing right now, they're they're going to fold. They're going to fold. I mean, I don't think they're going to literally fold. I don't think they're going to go out of business. I don't think that they're going to be a trustworthy company for years to come. Unless they kick themselves in the butt and get this ball rolling and they fix Cyberpunk. That's the main issue right now. They need to fix Cyberpunk and get updates out for the next-gen consoles.
1: Okay. And but-
0: then worry about DLC and stuff. But... But with that being said,
1: do you think they should try to fix cyberpunk or give up on cyberpunk?
0: Uh, that's see, here's the thing. I'm not in those shoes. I'm but not the investors are. in the company that have lost lots and lots of money. I'm not the people that are working for that company that has to wonder if my paycheck's gonna be is gonna bounce or not. I'm not in those shoes. I can't give that answer. And it would be unfair for me to say that. But It depends on which route they want to go. Do they want to cut their losses and just be like, hey, you know what? We had a heck of a run. That's, you know, that's it, guys. You know what? It's fine. If they want to come back and be like, hey, we promised this game was going to be one of the greatest games of this generation and we're going to do it. And they want to come back and fix it. Highly admirable. It's going to be tough. It's going to lose a lot of money. It's going to be a lot of sleepless nights. But I think it'll be worth it in the end if they do that. I think
1: they already messed up. I think they... Honestly, I mean, no one's going to buy the game they already bought before and had a bad experience. No one's going to pay the I, same price.
0: I think I I think you're wrong. I really? think if they fix the game, have it, release it, not release it, but have it half off on their website, so that way, like, because, like, 2K, you can go to the website and you can just uh, click what console you have and you get a digital uh, mm-hmm. key for it. Yeah. I think they do that. They say, hey, go to our website, it'll be half off, because I don't know if, like... Other places are still gonna try to sell it for like fifty or for you know almost full price. But have it fifty percent, have it sixty five percent, have it seventy percent off on your website. Show people why this game could be good, and then I think that's how you redeem yourself. I, th- I think they have they have to go the no man's sky route here if they want to redeem themselves. If they want to cut their losses and leave. Yeah, their their legacy will be will be a giant stain on my undershorts. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean,
2: so since I brought up Hello games, another thing uh, I want to say about them too is that um, the issue with them pretty much starts and stops with their development team uh, because the hype train was starting to get a hold of them, and they had didn't really have they weren't really equipped to to, to handle it. Um, so what happened with No Man's Sky? It was their fault. They knew it was their fault. They went quiet. They said, "Let's just focus on making the game and understand that we have to be more mindful of like what we say when we're on Colbert." Yeah. Uh, so it, I, I to, Right and now, I'm just like, man, this game's just good. I'm just happy to play it with CD Projekt Red. I'm actually a little bit more like, I don't know about lenient, but I recognize that there's a lot of pressure coming from a lot of places because you have your publishers to make happy you have the console manufacturers to make happy what with their exclusive exclusivity oh actually not not in this case that one doesn't count in this case but in general do you have a lot of and you have the fans like jordan's maintained this time that the fans put their their pressure on it as well and so for that reason uh, it can be much more difficult to make the right decision um that said we pointed out in previous episodes that they had promised it here but then the development hadn't started when it should have started. It started later. So there is a lot on them. Um as far as like answering your question goes, I'm gonna go the cost benefit analysis route. If they just try to make a new game, there is no way they have the clout to 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 do it. They would have to like get one of those um blockbuster franchises just to have like a base of people who buy no matter what. You know, like mm-hmm. if they get if they get to make a Star Wars game, there's gonna be people who are gonna play it. Okay. So they they have to they have to earn their goodwill and and on top of that they have assets they have code the game does exist so they keep working on it and they continue to make the gradual improvements to the point where the game is playable and a lot of the assets that are already in there will now have a chance to shine like they should have so it's not like they have to like I don't know build a city it's just bugs right because most are just bugs and glitches and bugs, uh, stuff glitches. that needs to be ironed yeah. out. So yeah, well, so, so fix on, it up. It's gonna take a while, but fix it up. Next-gen, on next
0: gen, on next gen consoles, it was uh, game breaking. Like the bugs and stuff would, yeah. would cause crashes and stuff like that. They would be unplayable.
2: I remember this. This takes me back to like, um, I because I remember I was telling you guys about how Bioshock Infinite was like the game that that really burned me because they had promised such this extraordinary gameplay where you would be like three railings high and uh, walk around town and see all of these things uh, unfolding, participate or don't participate. And then I played the game and it was like, you know, that, that meme where it's like how it, how it looks in the store versus how it looks at home. I got the, how it looks at home. And to this day I, I'm still upset because I didn't get the experience that only did I, that I want, but the experience that I was promised Yeah. and they'll never fix it. They're not going to fix it. There, there are. They're not going to do anything for it. So, I think, and and that and that's a that's a bit of an era gone by. Whereas now the pressure is, hey, we got this game. We want to play it. We want to enjoy it. For for Keanu Reeves's sake, fix the game.
0: Yeah, that, that poor man did nothing wrong, and now his he's being dragged for this, which is bad. That's yeah. messed up. Like, at least,
3: unlike freaking certain other games, people still play Cyberpunk, and especially people still play this freaking game right here, but thanks to this expansion and this poster. But the freaking game that I know is probably dead than a donut, right now and there's no way in hell that thing's coming back is that freaking pile of dog crap anthem. Thanks a lot, Bioware.
0: Well, speaking of Bioware, they are not making the next Star Wars game because the next Star Wars game <laughs> is the Knight of the Old Republic. Okay. Which was, form- which was made by Bioware. Or Gearbox. Bioware. Yeah, Bioware. And they're not making it. The- Yay, it's not making the next Star Wars game. That's insane to me. I'm loving the fact that the Star Wars games are back under the Lucasfilm banner and they are hiring different companies to work on the games. We talked about this last episode. I just am a fan of them seeing what works, what doesn't work. And you know what? If IPs have separate developers making separate games for them, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am A okay with that. Go ahead. You know what I am okay with, though? I'm okay with my favorite segment. You guys know what my favorite segment is? I thought
2: it was the CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk segment. I thought that was your favorite. I thought
0: that was
1: your favorite thing to talk about. Well, I mean, I thought his favorite thing to talk about was Over Under. Uh, I'm
2: cool. so bad at speculation. This is why I, I'm a bad investor.
1: <laughs> you would um, be a great. You're invested in Nintendo. You're halfway there.
2: I I, I, if I was a great investor. I would have invested in Nintendo during the Wii U era. <laughs> I I looked at the five years. <laughs> <sprawl>. <laughs> no,
0: but my, my favorite a, segment. Ahead, to my favorite segment, especially with Charles on the show, is my segment I call All Timer. This segment, ladies and gentlemen, is the segment where we discuss our all-timer, worst, blank, worst, whatever. Last time we talked about our worst games. This week, I want to ask the group of guys here, worst movie or show based on a video game?
2: Movie or show based on a video game?
1: all-timer worst movie or show based on a video game i don't watch a lot of movies <laughs> if it's not I know, it's tough. if it's not it's a so- history documentary or brooklyn 99 i more likely haven't I, seen it um, no no,
0: one, no anyway no, no one, um this Charles. is hard because he goes right. this hard i'll i'll tell you guys why this is hard because video game to movie or video game to show has been ruined for us because whenever we think about that, we instantly just get, like, Bleh, like, mm-hmm. you're just like, I don't really want to see that. I have mine up here. Um, if you guys have yours, go ahead, please.
3: Well, uh, the only game movies I've ever seen or even know about was the Doom one, which was okay. It could have been better. The crappy Assassin's Creed one. The Sonic one was probably the best movie that's ever been made in case of video games. Um, I guess you can kind of c- count um, Halo Nightfall and Halo: Forward Unto Dawn because those are more like live-action TV series. But with Halo Nightfall, it was kind of filmed done like a movie. I, I didn't really get to watch it yet, which is kind of sad. And I hate myself for it because I want to see it. And I consider myself a major Halo fan. I can People are going to give me shit for not seeing that. And i um, Forward Unto Dawn. You don't watch it in, like the TV series way that they did it when you watch it like in a movie form, which I have. That was pretty good too. Um, honestly, I don't really have a video game movie or TV show that I've seen in my life that i actually ever really hated. Besides that a Assassin's Creed movie, that thing was shit. Other than that, freaking... I'm still waiting for a goddamn Halo movie, though. Like, a legit one. But other than that, I, and also the Bachelor and Clank movie, which is all right, in my opinion, too. Other than that, I can't really think of any video game-related crap that's been on TV or video games that I can really say that I didn't like. And I know people hate ready to rumble, but that's a wholly different thing.
1: Be a wrestling fan, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, uh,
2: Justin, do you have one? I do. Okay, so I, 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 some people might think I might end up going with that uh, Legend of Zelda cartoon from the 80s, but that, that one had its charm. I actually, I uh, uh enjoyed it. it. Yeah, uh, so I am, I, I watched the first five minutes of Sonic Underground. And I hated it. Uh, it. I like the Sonic it, cartoons. Sorry. The Sonic cartoon, like the original Sonic cartoon, was good. But this one is like, it was kind of like a Batman Beyond of, of the Sonic uh, cartoon saga. And in the first five minutes, um, Sonic is trying to be united with, I guess, like his brother, the um, one with green hair. And he's like, in order to find your fib- uh, sibling siblings in order to find your siblings uh, play the song in your heart and one of them busts out an electric guitar i'm like what the hell is going on here so i i checked out i that i just like no no thanks so that that uh, in, the, in the five minutes that i had seen it, it that uh, that is my answer to your question because frankly i haven't seen the stuff that i know is bad i just I guess I just avoid, but even like the bad video game stuff can still be enjoyable in like a low budget, uh, hokey kind of way. Like I would love to watch the uh, the House of the Dead movie by Uwe Bull. I would love to watch all of the Uwe Bull video game movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I'm the only one because I think James wants to go last. Do you want to go last? Yeah, too? I have,
0: I have mine, I have mine in the chamber. If you don't have yours, I can go, okay.
1: But... Well, I have one, but I know. There's going to be some, uh, you know, some, some picking. Um, Honestly, I'm going to pick one, and I know what people are going to say about it. Doom. And I'm going to say Doom. I was going to say the Super Mario show from the 90s is what I was going <laughs> to say. Um, yeah, was I was going to say that one, but I honestly, the genius behind it, and the one thing we brought up was budgets. This is why it's doomed. but the Mario was so close, except they put ads in the actual show. Like, the Domino's one is the best one ever. Hey, this episode of Mario Bros. is sponsored by Domino's! It's, it's the best thing ever! But I will, I will sit there and go ahead and state, Doomed. Because they had an amazing budget for that movie you had no Dwayne, yeah they Johnson. they had so much good stuff and a lot of stuff was animated that i know it costs but i also understand they had the budget they had everything there to make what people wanted to see and they didn't do it and when i know a show has a budget because I'm, I'm big in the film. I I, I I go deep into the research on the person who made it to the actors who are in it and how much they got paid to do it. And I, I love doing that math, but Doom just wasn't there. I don't know what happened to half the funding. Doom just mm-hmm. wasn't there. And you know what? It's not half the my... the funding least. was just to get the rock. Yeah, I think that's most of yeah. it was just to get the rock. And uh, what's the other name? Carlos something I think the other guy was? Carl Urban? Maybe maybe that's his name.
0: Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. I I agree with you. I wasn't a big fan of it either, and um, and I want people to watch that movie or any movie with CGI, uh, anything, and then watch the original Lord of the Rings trilogy and tell me that, tell me that actual makeup and stuff doesn't look better sometimes.
1: It's um yeah, honestly. Because the first Lord of the Ring movie did not have a big budget. Okay, at the time, I guess it was big, but even to now, it's n- it wasn't that yeah, big of a budget.
0: The big thing is, in you know, the entire trilogy, every monster and stuff like that is makeup and stuff like that. There's no special effects to it. Yeah. I mean, there might be some touch, up, touch it up and editing to brighten colors and stuff, but there's no... They're not generated. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm sorry, but didn't they film the whole trilogy all together?
1: The Maybe. Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Um. Yes and no. It, okay. So they filmed, if I'm not mistaken, and I would love for anyone to correct me for this, but I'm pretty sure they filmed it all together, but they did it in separate time frames. So, like, they got all of this part done. They put, they acted out stuff for the second movie while still doing the first one and vice versa. So, like, there was a part they were like, mm. let's pull this when we put it into here. That's what they were going to do. I... But I still think they did do it all at once, though. Just not exactly, you know, how we would think a movie would be filmed. Because an average movie takes how how long did most people say the movies take to film? Three, four months is how long the filming process is. I
0: don't
3: know. It's in the fact those movies were so five hours each, I'm gonna be surprised.
0: They were good movies, though. They were. I, I love, love the original horror. movies. Yeah. They're
2: aging very movies. well. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, they they do age very well like fine wine but you know we, you, want, you want movie uh, it was sorry sorry charles go ahead
3: i was gonna say i don't can't remember his name completely but that guy who played aragon in the original trilogy i freaking have a video of him singing the song in the end of the third one that he sung while they were celebrating the fact that he was being crowned king and everything that is still one of my favorite um, songs that people have ever sung that i listen to off and on sometimes
2: i know his first name is vigo i forget his last name like mordinson
3: I think it was like hugo Rigo or somebody. i can't remember when
2: you think of hugo weaving he played the um, one of the like the father elf figure i forget his name too
3: yeah. oh yeah. yeah well on the topic of video game movie sorry james i apologize i just want to bring this up because jordan never said anything when i met showed him the discord a couple days ago Think chris rock's gonna be playing roland in the borderlands movie
0: I have a strong feeling huh. that the Borderlands movie is gonna end up taking my number one spot for all time or bad. It's Borderlands. It so it's it's depends. Stuff,
1: uh, it's, I think they could do good if they listen to the fans.
0: It could do good, but movie studios don't listen to fans when it comes to video game movies, and also Borderlands already has kind of a niche audience as is. Yeah. The studio people
1: my, listen.
2: The studio listened with Sonic. Sorry.
0: Well, yeah, that's because, that's because gamers cyber-bullied them.
2: My, my, my get... tinfoil hat on that one is that they deliberately put out the um, this, the ugly rendition of Sonic mm-hmm. just to like build that goodwill.
1: Yeah, I think that's what happened. And I think they're honestly trying to just test run it and say, we don't want to do it like this, but they couldn't have made those changes that quick. Like, I refuse to believe they could have done that within a week.
2: Yeah, imagine if they only rendered what they needed for the trailer, mm-hmm. and the rest was like in in wireframes, and it was like people, whoa, people hate it. We're gonna have to uh, revert to plan A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I I'll, I'll say this too. By the way, I I'm happy with the change, but I appreciate what they were going for. They were going for more of like what it would actually be like an a realistic alien that comes from another planet and is here on Earth. So that came with some creative liberties that didn't go over very well but the sonic rendition that we have now is more just like the pancake and syrup comfort that we expect from sonic and the other one is actually more realistic and so that is a fair point to them for that
0: it was more realistic but i think in a movie where they are dealing with a uh, blue hedgehog that wears shoes and runs really fast i don't think they're really the fans really want realistic in that case
2: Nope, they did okay. not, and they made it very well known. Uh, last thing I want to say about Doom: um, I, I watched, I watched most of that movie, not all of it, but I, I every now and then I do get the urge to just watch that first person sequence in it. Mm-hmm. I, what I appreciate about that movie is that, like, okay, they're not doing a Doom story, but they are doing a Doom multiplayer story.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Okay, that that's first they did a the first They did a good job. Part of that whole movie. And I, I will say, for what they did, they did a good job. I just don't know where that budget went, and that's what uh, pokes at me a little bit. Um, is because Straight where? The box, it, see, I don't, I don't think so. Like that's, that's the part that kind of throws me off. But you know, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna let James talk about his, uh, his worst, because I can talk about how much I hate Doom. It, it's, it's there I love the games I hate the movie but James, my, what about you
0: my all-timer least favorite video game to movie adaptation was the original Mortal Kombat movie mm. I forgot that was a
1: thing God. Matt, I need to search I,
0: this I, I am well yeah hitman was bad too actually you know what that's actually really bad I'm gonna stick on this train though so I'm a Huge fan of the Mortal Kombat lore and all that, and so I was like, "This is a, this would make a perfect movie." I watched the first one, and first off, they got the lore wrong, and it was just not mm. good. Granted, for its time and the budget it had, it did what it could do. It just under delivered hard. So that was my all time all timer bad, but the Hitman movie is a close second. <laughs>
3: Now, Wasn't was a part it... of the whole thing with the first
0: movie with Mortal Kombat because it was like oh, it came out when only like the first game was out. I don't remember, but I really hated the fact that when I think it was Johnny Cage was running through the uh, forest and Scorpion does his get over here. Um, there were snakes instead of and that come out of his palms instead of the uh, the little hook that we've come to know and love. That made me sad. As in they, like show up, they, Yeah, they um, there was. They did do the uh, one scorpion fatality, or not scorpion, a uh, sub zero fatality, where he froze scorpion and then grabbed him by his spine and ripped out his, his spine and head. That, that, I could appreciate that, but that was, that, I think that was the only really high point in that film. For me, anyway.
1: See, I, I make, totally get that.
0: they I bring this point up, though, because they are coming out with another Mortal Kombat movie. This time it's going to have a more uh, Eastern style, which is good. Mm-hmm. I think that's a direction Mortal Kombat needs to go, considering the fact that it is mostly Eastern style. I mean, the fighting—they're all fighting in a martial arts kind of way. Most of them that aren't robots or aliens, or a cop, or yeah, or a, or a white cop from New York. <laughs> but and yeah, a movie so, actor. And I am excited. For, yeah, and a movie actor. So I am excited for it, and I hope it turns out good. Yeah. I hope it turns out way better than the last one.
1: I I hope so. Uh, they have a they have I I'm gonna ruin this uh name, but they have a Simone McCurd uh as the director of it uh was not the one from the original uh one. No,
0: but I think that's the one who did the Mulan, isn't she?
1: Um, no, it was no not. not- Okay. No, but I will say the old Mortal Kombat was a budget of forty eight million dollars and the box office made one point seventy three. So
0: it's, one point seven three million?
1: Because
2: oh, all the fans no, no, no. were too young to go to the theater
1: to see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 173. I don't know where I got that point well, from.
0: 100, 173. Oh, that's still more money than they should have made.
1: But the, uh, according to this, the new Mortal Kombat movie will be out on the 16th of April. So that Closer
0: than I thought.
1: Yeah, it's a lot closer. I don't know why I haven't seen anything for this. But uh, since we're on movie topics, uh, do we want to talk about the Godzilla versus uh, King Kong?
0: Yes! We need... That movie looks like it's going to be so freaking good. We need to talk about who... We won't go into depth about it. We will talk about who we think is going to win.
1: Yeah, let's let's go ahead and Charles. talk who's going to win. And then let's go ahead and start wrapping this up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Charles, you go first. Who do you think's going to win?
1: I'm pre- hoping that Godzilla wins.
3: I'm thinking it's in fact I know how... every yeah, pre- pre- The previous time in the old movies that Godzilla lost to King Kong any other time they fought he's always lost but i don't know and people are speculating that mecha godzilla is going to be in the movie but i don't know i'm
0: hoping godzilla wins all right joseph
2: yeah if it turns into like a team up thing where they have to like put aside their differences and work together okay i mean that's that's an option but that doesn't answer the question so i think it's going to be an underdog story i think king kong will emerge the victor because godzilla i've seen the stats godzilla is like mega overpowered he's got a laser breath um, uh-huh. King Kong just has like a mean right hook. So I think it's gonna be an underdog story for King Kong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, if both their parents end up both having the same name of Martha or something like that and they stand up team <laughs> together, I'm gonna I'm gonna get really upset.
1: <laughs> wow, okay. Batman versus Superman uh reference. Yeah, that I movie
0: are- sucked. I'm not I won't budge on that one. Batman versus Superman sucked. Alright, J- uh, Jordan, you go.
1: Um honestly I wanna say King Kong, but Godzilla and I'm not going to say any spoilers but I will say pretty much the whole entire trailer kind of showed you what's happening in the movie so
0: alright let me tell you why you're wrong there Jordan <gasps> so so yeah get this Godzilla giant thermonuclear walking power plant right can breathe fire is super duper tall mm-hmm. but Kong he's monk obviously he wins
1: okay that's not going to happen. Yeah,
0: that's happen. it. That there's there's no there's no other there's nothing should, else. He's he's monk.
1: James, should we have like some kind of some kind of bet right now? You know, of when the movie comes out, should we should we have a podcast bet so when the movie comes out one of us has to do something?
2: No, nobody yeah. made that bet I'm going to try to short it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, cuz I feel right. like yeah. Godzilla's going to win because literally he can, for one, oh. he's swimming, and I'm not gonna say yeah, too much. Yeah,
0: Kong, Kong is monk. Kong is monk. He won't lose. And, uh, all right. So what's the bet? I wanna hear this. I wanna hear the terms.
1: I don't know. Um, uh, Joseph, do you have an idea for like what the loser should do?
2: <sighs> uh, and not on, Sorry, but not uh, not spontaneous like this.
1: Charles, I, need, I, I, need, I need
2: to sleep on this and by sleep i mean lay awake for the first hour and 30 minutes and, <laughs> and my brain just refuses to shut down
3: i was gonna say the loser if they have a freaking ability to where they can stream something they have to stream a certain game even if they don't want to looking at you jordan uh
2: okay. well so i like, like that so you guys pick the the game for the other to play
0: yeah and when's the movie come out april
1: um, someone, someone set up. March. I think if James has his PC to where he can stream.
0: I, I should th- have my new PC by uh, Valentine's day.
1: If you have it by maybe, a, maybe a little after, I mean, we should be good. Uh, while we're letting these guys check it. So that's an idea. I'm, I'm cool with that. But I feel like there has to be now a costume involved or something. If we're going to make someone uh, stream
0: release date, March 31st in the United States.
1: March 31st. So I should have my PC by now. A penguin, outfit? penguin outfit. again? That again. hot.
0: <laughs> I will let you know. I don't really have costumes and I don't think my wife's going to let me uh spend the finances on a costume. Okay. Now, I will say I have a bunch of old military garb and I have my wife's wedding dress. That's... I don't know if she I don't know if she'd let me wear it. But the, those, the wedding uh,
2: dress is a heavy lift. My...
0: Oh, that's <laughs> Man, we're gonna have to think about
1: this. Oh, to the listeners of the podcast, let let us let us know. Um, yeah, let us
0: know what you want to see. Maybe think of some other bets that we can do or something. I kind of
1: I kind of want this to happen. So yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's it. You're the two hosts are gonna have a bet here. See who wins. Kong is monk, so he wins. All right, Charles. Speaking of monk, you uh, you're also awesome like King Kong. Why don't you uh, why not you just go ahead and sell out your uh socials, your YouTube stuff like that.
1: Sell so out.
3: Uh, if people want to see whatever the heck it is that i decided to upload whenever i upload a video or whatever uh, my youtube channel is cj the lone wolf so, and uh, like i said i just upload whatever the heck i feel like and whenever the heck i have time to actually edit and upload a video because freaking i have four th- i have two halo two halo call, i mean call of duty videos i need to freaking edit together and uh, Upload and I see a kitty cat, and I freaking eventually those will get uploaded too. And I've just finished wrapped up my freaking Borderlands playthrough that I was doing. That Jordan has seen and everything. Mm-hmm. I like watching just various types of games, and whatever. And whenever I occasionally upload a video of me raging at like NASCAR wrestling or one of my NASCAR diecast videos, just subscribe and hopefully you guys will like that stuff.
1: Okay, and then before we uh, sell out, uh joseph um can we get a shot of that kitty cat here yeah absolutely that cat came Hyper. in and me and joseph immediately like switched we were like "Mm-hmm." mm-hmm. Right. then we see him we were ah!
0: oh my god I her that's name adorable. is mary queen of scots
1: i like it that's adorable mary I can't wait for me to get an animal or until my uh, brother and sister actually move up here because they're going to bring their three cats and a dog. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, and now, Joseph, if people want to find you or maybe find a friend of yours, where can they find you guys at? <laughs>
2: Great. Uh, my my main company website is giantenemycompany.com. Uh, one of these days I'll update it. I got a vacation coming up, so we'll see. Because uh, that's what people do on their vacation. Is they hit up their backlog. Uh, I I also participate in the Potato Kingdom community. Uh, if you want to check us out on Fridays, we uh, do co-op games together. Some or some rhyming term such as punch and lunch, or in this case, it's going to be guns and buns. We realize that if we ever do like a co-op singing game, it's going to have to be ballads and salads. So. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not looking forward to that but man that term slaps so that is twitch.tv slash g-u-u-d-j-a-h and then if you want to learn how to uh, run your own business and be inspired by people who well, they started off one place and they're in a much better place afterwards uh, it's a ecomonics that is e-c-o-m-o-n-i-c-s thank you so much and thanks guys for, for having me this was a blast
0: dude yeah we always love having you guys on this is it's always a fun time and Mm -hmm. it's always good to learn some stuff
1: yeah and
0: if you want to learn if you guys want to learn how to make your own podcast let me tell you because we have this wonderful sponsor anchor.fm they allow you to make your podcast from anywhere on anything you can start off on your computer or iphone or android they have, a, they have a wonderful apps so to make it easy. You can start making money with very minimal listenership. Jordan's showing us the uh, app right there. So you can download the app or go to anchor. Anchor.fm to start your own podcast. Thank you for them to sponsor our podcast. Thank you our guests for joining us and having a wonderful time. And thank you to our listeners. We want to thank you. If you want to find the video feed of this, this is on Facebook at Score Hunter Podcast. If you want to catch me on Twitter, I am now the architect on Twitter. If you want to catch him, he is Score Hunter Games on YouTube and Facebook, where we've started this new thing. Where every Tuesday we play CS:GO. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's a bunch of bunch of fun. I either play really good or I play really bad. There's no in between. It's really it's a really great dynamic I have going on right now. Yeah. If you want to catch uh, the podcast in the Auto Realm. We have, sorry, my cat is yelling. If you want to catch us in the audio realm or on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from, that's none of our business. We want to thank everyone again and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Alex. let's win the championship this year, people. Wow. Who would have thought it- GameStop really gave power to the players? <laughs>